0: Beginning a parsha of midbar ches So these words are the last words in the Torah of parshas Bamidbar, which always come before Shvuas. And Hashem says, "I will marry you forever," talking to the yidden. He Yisrael, kol Yisrael the source of the neshamis, which is called Knessis Yisrael, the engathering of the nash- of, of Yedin, is called the bride. Alshema pasuk, kol The reason why they're called a bride, kala, is because kala also comes from the word kol sanafshi, which means my soul desires, yearns, and even expires within the beloved, and that's why Knessis Yisrael is called kala. of like it says bel it says you will have this desire to be with your husband. Again, this is referring to Knessis Yisrael, wanting to be with their husband, which is Hashem. Because Knesset Yisrael, <clears throat> again, this bride, wants to cling with its source, which is the source of all life, which is Hashem. And again, it's not just a yearning, and a desire, but it's this feeling of kalesa nefesh, where again the neshama wants to expire <coughs> and lose its own identity within the one that it loves, and that's why we call it kala. Say Hashem, don't be quiet, don't be silent. In other words, there's this <coughs> godly level that's never silent; it's never quieted. It has this constant desire. And that is what we're calling Knesset Yisrael. That's again the source of all the Yiddish and Neshamas. Then, So in our origin, which is all one, called Knesset Yisrael, that's the, the Kala. But then each and every Yid has a nishamah that originates there. And that also has that same element, that same nature as the Kala. It says that the Nishama of a person is a nair of Hashem, it's a candle of Hashem. Why are we comparing it to a candle? Because just like a fire on a candle has this nature to go upward, to detach from the wick and lose its existence, and like this flame that goes up on its own, so to the neshama has the same desire, it also is flickering and doing what it can to lose its attachment to this world and just become reunited in its source. (inaudible) However, the Pasuk says, (inaudible) you're going to have this desire to be united with your husband. And your husband is going to dominate you. Meaning to say, (inaudible) Yes, it's true that the Neshama desires unity and losing its existence on earth as a separate existence. But V'ruyim Shalbach means that Hashem dominates and Hashem forces the Neshama, so to speak, not to lose its existence and to remain in the body. V'chayis ratziv V'shuv says that the angels go forward and then return. And the way this understands this is not only the angels, but chayes means life in general. Life has these these two movements. That on the one hand it tries to lose its existence, and on the other hand it returns to existence, which is also where breathing comes comes from. So the neshama wants to leave, and then it shuv. It returns later to the slavish begov to get then again descend and enclose itself in the body, become part of the body. So once it returns to the body, it then needs to have that other movement, that other tnua of wanting to leave. So it's, th- it's in this constant friction, so to speak. We are on the one hand, it's trying to leave the body, it's trying to unite, and that's its avodah, to feel like it wants to just become united with Hashem. And on the other hand, shuv, it needs to return to the body and become part of the body. There are two forms of, of this Kala that we're discussing, that's Kalei Sanefesh, V'zehu Ha'inyin, Shal Shnei Kala, Shuzkaru Gemara. and this is going to correspond to the two types of Kala that's spoken about in the Gemara that we'll speak about in Ritz tomorrow.